0: Welcome to episode thirty-eight of the Move Right Differently podcast. Today we are talking about how the spiritual discipline of serving needs the habit of moving often and moving well. This is a little bit of a shorter episode. I say a little bit of a shorter episode; it's still like twenty minutes long, but it's a really easy application. And so I'm excited for you to dive in. We're going to read several scriptures throughout, but here's what I want to remind you of, and I remind you of in this episode, is that your body carries you. To serve in all of these capacities, so neglecting it is not an option. And so I give you ways in toward the end of this episode, to move your body well and how to move it often and different habits that you can start implementing to be able to do that. But having a strong, capable body that can allow us to serve in the capacities the Lord has called us to do, and being able to do that with excellence, joy and confidence can come from moving your body often and moving it well. I'm excited for you to jump into this episode today, and I will see you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey, and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, Fit Family. Today we are continuing our series in holy health habits. So we are talking about the spiritual discipline of serving and how that relates to the skill and the healthy habits of moving often, your body, moving often and moving well. This is probably the most easily applicable Spiritual discipline with a health habit. And you are going to see that quite easily as we work through this. This may be a little bit of a shorter episode because it's such a simple application for all of us. But knowing that, as we've talked about in this whole series of holy health habits, when you see, when your eyes are opened to the fact that you have these skills in these spiritual disciplines, knowing you already have them, is going to make it that much easier to transfer them and apply them in your health and your fitness journey. And so let's dive in. Today, I'm going to start out by reading Romans 12, verses 4 through 8. We're going to talk a little bit about serving, and then we're going to go into the skill of moving often and moving well. So Romans chapter 12, verse 4 through 8. You may be familiar with this if you're familiar with Bible and you've ever served in any capacity, they usually use this verse uh, on stage somewhere, thanking their volunteers for serving in this way. So verse four, now, as we have many parts in one body and all the parts do not have the same function. In the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. According to the grace given to us, we have different gifts. If prophecy, use it according to the proportion of one's faith. If service, use it in service. If teaching, in teaching if exhorting and exhortations, giving with generosity, leading with diligence, showing mercy with cheerfulness. These are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These are a lot of different ways that we may be serving in a church setting or our neighbors or those of us around us. But here's what I want you to remember as we are thinking about this and going through talking about serving together. Remember that your body carries you to serve in all of these capacities. So neglecting it is not an option. If we are commanded to serve and serve well as a spiritual discipline, we need to remember what carries us to do that, and that is your body. So now that we have that in our brains, let's continue to break down these verses and talk about serving and how that relates to moving often and moving well. So as these verses talk, every part of us in the church plays a role in the church. But and and it commands, the Bible commands us to serve one another. The phrase one another in the New Testament, I don't remember how many times it's used, but quite often you can go look that up. It's an astonishing number. One anothering. They call it one anothering because we are serving one another. We want to be serving the local church and not to build ourselves up but to build others up. It is all an external focus. We are serving others. But here is a warning, just a warning in this spiritual discipline. These verses talk a lot about different spiritual gifts that we may have. Prophecy, faith, service, teaching, exhorting, giving, leading, diligence, showing mercy, compassion. Here's the thing. Don't let your spiritual gifts be your downfall. Don't not serve in a way in the church just because that's not your quote-unquote gifting. That is not serving. We serve sacrificially as believers and that means that sometimes we are going to feel the call to serve in a capacity that is outside of our comfort zone and may not exactly be in our spiritual gifting. I think so often, especially coming from a ministry background, working full time in ministry, my husband still being in ministry full time and me partnering with him in that. We see this very often when people don't feel like they're quote unquote gifted in this area. And spiritual gifts end up becoming an excuse to not serve in a particular capacity. I'm not saying you don't have to be passionate about where you're serving or that you don't need to be using your spiritual gifts because you do. And you need to be serving in the capacity God has called you to do. But remind yourself that sometimes God is going to put you in uncomfortable situations and uncomfortable places of serving to grow you in different areas and to sanctify you in ways that you wouldn't be if you were in your comfort zone, only serving in a teaching capacity because that's what you feel like is your spiritual gift. He might be putting you in a different position in the church or outside the church serving in a capacity that's going to get you outside your comfort zone. So don't let your spiritual gifts be your downfall, but they can be used to as a catalyst to help you find places to serve inside and outside the church. So ways that we serve in our homes, in our churches, to our neighbors, to our extended families, in organizations or clubs or affiliates or what we call parachurch ministries, There are a lot of different ways we can serve, and you can pray through that, think about what that is for the Lord, with the Lord. But these verses as well, as it reminds us that we all have different gifts, yes, and that we can all use them in different places and capacities, yes, just think of the physical example of this in verse 4, where it says, now as we have many parts in one body, and all the parts do not have the same function. He's comparing our bodies and what we have to our spiritual gifts. Every part of our body plays a role in our overall health. Just as we all play a role in spiritually in the kingdom of God, which is the church. When something quote unquote goes out, it affects the rest of the body. Like if our knees or our shoulders or our lower back gets injured, the goal is to optimize, lifelong goal here, is to optimize our entire body so we can feel free and open to current opportunities to serve well, but also new opportunities and to be able to stand like I was talking about. If the Lord calls you outside your comfort zone, to be able to stand confident in that and know that even though it's outside your comfort zone, you know you can do hard things. So when we choose to serve the spiritual discipline of serving, when we choose to serve, it's through knowing that what Christ has done for us Through all of the other spiritual disciplines that we've already talked about, we cultivate a deeper love for the Lord, and in turn, that deeper love gives us the desire to serve him and serve others well. Donald Whitney said this quote, and I wanted to end on this as we move into practically what this looks like for moving often and moving well. He doesn't want servants who will give him the leftovers of their lifetime commitments. So what he's saying here is that sloth or pride are opposed to serving. And it's the same in our fitness. Slothfulness and pridefulness can and will prevent us from exercising when we know that we need to. There are many times where I wake up and I don't want to work out and it would be fine if I chose not to. There wouldn't have to be guilt there or conviction. But when I have the opportunity and it's there and it's the best timing for me to get that in, I have to decide between being slothful and prideful or doing what I need to do for the sake of serving my family well. And that's a question we have to think about when it comes to our body and moving often and moving well. We don't often think about fitness and health as the catalyst to serving those around us well, but it truly is surrendering our body to the Lord allows us to switch from quote-unquote striving and ceasing for a body to do it all and instead move toward a place of surrender and doing it out of joy and service to the Lord and others. Having a strong capable body will enable us to serve in the capacity the Lord has called us to do and do it with excellence and without overextending ourselves or injuring ourselves or getting sick because we're We're pushing our body too much without giving it the proper training it needs to do those things. And so I'm gonna read Colossians 3, 23 through 24. Whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people. Knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord, you serve the Lord Christ. So when we have this skill of serving, it means we are already in a place of moving out of ourselves and moving into a a different purpose something that is purposed for the lord so whatever we are doing when we're moving often and we're moving well we're doing it out of a heart for the lord and not for people so the skill here when we are serving as a st- spiritual discipline is that we are already out and about doing things for the lord and Yes, while it is for people as well, but we're doing it out of a heart for the Lord and knowing that what we're doing has purpose because he has given us that purpose. And we are each going to be doing this in different capacities. What it looks like to serve for you, as I've already mentioned, is going to look very different than what it may look like for somebody else to serve. And so moving often and moving well is also going to look different. But we need to be moving often and moving well in order to be able to continue to serve in the capacities the Lord has called us to do. And so you can see how easy this application is. The spiritual discipline of serving is with this skill and habit of moving often and moving well, because you have to be moving often and moving well in order to be serving well in whatever capacity that you are in. And so here are some practical ways to do this outside of serve. Here are some practical ways in fitness, particularly, Moving often and moving well is moving your body often and moving your body well. So I'm going to give you four habits that I want us to get into the habit of doing when it comes to our health and our fitness journeys. The first one is to create and maintain bare minimums. Now, if you have been a podcast listener for a while, This is something you have probably heard me talk about before when I talked about having rhythms and dials and routines in your health and your fitness. You have to know what your bare minimum is so that if you are really crazy busy, like most women out there, you know that you can still be moving toward your health and your fitness in a particular way, still be moving toward your goals without eliminating it entirely. Remember, we are in this for the long haul. We are not women who press pause on our health and our fitness. We are women who learn how to do it in the hardest seasons of our life because that is what makes it worth it lifelong and gives us the habits and the tools we need to have a healthy lifestyle lifelong that can feel easy. And that's what I do in the SD Fit app. We create and maintain bare minimums. In fact, that is what the guide, you've probably heard me talk about this a couple of times, but the guide, the really crazy busy woman's guide to success in your health Is all about creating and maintaining these bare minimums and figuring out what season of life you're in, what you and your body can handle right now that will not add inflammation or add stress to your body, depending on your particular season. And then choosing movement that can be maintained in this bare minimum season. And that's where the Relentless Grace program in the SD Fitwell app is so vital for so many women because it goes through phases, 10 phases. The first phase is just one to two minute workouts. The Relentless Grace program is all about maintaining bare minimums. And the first phase is just one to two minute workouts daily. And that's it. And then when you move to the second phase, it's like two to three minute workouts daily. And so it's all about creating and maintaining these bare minimums and doing that in our fitness, whether that's a five minute walk, Or these one to two minute workouts, wherever you are, whatever it is, depending on your season, if that is your bare minimum, just doing the bare minimum and being okay with that, being okay that this is the season of life you're in, but knowing because you've created these bare minimums, when you're in a season of having to only maintain these bare minimums, knowing that you are still holding on to your your health and your fitness during a really crazy, busy season of life. So that is the first habit, getting into this habit of creating your bare minimum and then maintaining it when you need to in a really crazy, busy season of life. Second habit is knowing why you're moving. This is the very first thing I do with all of my clients is we create a fitness and health mantra, so to speak, where I ask them several questions. You can also do this in the FitWell app, but ask them several questions to help them clearly define why they're doing what they're doing and why they're exercising and writing it down and putting it in a place that they will see regularly to remind them why they're doing it. Each of our purposes are going to look very different. My purpose, part of my purpose is to break generational cycles of unhealthiness and inactivity, but also part of my purpose is to lead a healthy lifestyle for my kids to be able to keep up with what they're doing and my husband who has a lot going on with work and to be able to have the capacity to do what we need to do in each of the, our different seasons of life. So know why you're moving. Get into a habit of know why of knowing why you're moving, meaning write it out, just spend one time thinking through why you're doing it, create this mantra, but then remind, the habit is reminding yourself why you're doing it in every season of life. Your third habit to practically move often and move well, this is focusing on moving well, is to focus on form. Focus on what you should be feeling in the movements. And if you have worked with me in any capacity, you know that I have form videos that I have all of my clients watch so that they can be doing the movement correctly to prevent injury and to practice safety. And in my boot camp class, I am always walking around and correcting form. And we actually I have just added on workshops before the class to go over particular forms like squat form or deadlift form, those kind of things, to focus on form because that can help us move well and prevent injury when we have good form. Bad form leads to injury. Bad form leads to having to press pause on our fitness because of said injury because we weren't moving well to begin with. So focusing on form in every single movement, I still, when I am working out, I am still creating a mind-muscle connection, focusing on what areas of my body are moving. This also helps you get in tune with your body to know, okay, am I leaning too far forward in my squats? Or am I back on my heels? Are my hips back enough? I am focusing on forms in the right way, continually to make sure I am staying safe. The fourth habit is to just spend more time moving. You can park farther away at the grocery store, walk the stairs instead of the elevator, increase your non-exercise activity, which means instead of driving up to your mailbox to check the mail, maybe you walk out to the mailbox, even if it's a mile away, you know, walking out there, scheduling a walking meeting with a friend or talking on the phone with a friend and walking around the house you know, if you have a treadmill in your house or a walking desk treadmill, which is something that I have, walking on that every hour to get you more movement, just trying to move more. That is part of moving often. When our body gets used to moving more, as long as we are resting well as well. Now, I will add that. Make sure you're resting well. You shouldn't always be 0 to 100 all day long or at 100 all day long, you need to give yourself time to rest, scheduled rest, both spiritually and physically. And as long as you are spending more time moving in different capacities, strength training workouts, walking, whether you're doing a little jogging or biking, having a variety of movements is so helpful to then be able to go and surf in a variety of capacities because you never know if you're going to need to pick up a box of canned goods or if you're going to need to help fold clothes or you know put things up on shelves there are so many things so many different ways we can serve our churches our communities teaching whatever that is and moving often and moving well gives us the capacity to do that and and just as a bonus make sure you're also playing When you move often, move well. Make sure, and this could be just spend more time moving. Just play. Just have fun. If you have kids, play with your kids. Get on the ground with them. Move around. Run up the street. Run back. You know, just find ways. Pickleball is huge right now. You know, play pickleball. Just do something that's fun for you that makes movement fun. Now, not all workouts are going to feel fun. Some workouts are going to feel really hard. And that's okay. Just because it feels hard doesn't mean that it can't be fun later on. It just means that we all have seasons where things are tougher than others, or some workouts that may be tougher that challenge us and get us outside of our comfort zones. But giving ourselves opportunities to play and have fun helps us keep a healthy lifestyle lifelong because then we have good neural connections with movement and then we enjoy it instead of hating it. And there's research that has come out recently about that. And I've talked about in other podcast episodes before, but just play as well. So we're moving often and we're moving well so that we can serve well. Well. And that is how the spiritual discipline of serving, that habit and skill of serving, going out and doing for the glory of the Lord in his strength for whatever purpose he has given you particularly, can translate into us having purpose and moving often and moving well in our workouts and our fitness. And so choose through those four habits. You know they're going to be in the show notes below. I do that with these Holy Health Habit episodes. But from those four habits that I have given you, just choose one to work on this week or over the coming weeks. Maybe it's creating and maintaining bare minimums maybe it's knowing why you're moving, maybe it's focusing on form, maybe it's spending more time moving or playing, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you. Choose one and start building that habit into your everyday lifestyle. Thank y'all so much for listening. I will chat with y'all in the next episode of Hey, FitFam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly wanna see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.